can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Well, sometimes you can't believe your luck. Uh, uh, I said to this man who's sitting opposite me, why don't you come on and uh, have a crack at uh, speaking to us on the podcast, not as an interviewee. Uh, Incidentally, I've interviewed this man on the podcast. It was one of the great interviews, not from my point of view, but the stuff he told us about uh, the industry he was in was fascinating. And uh, he was out on my boat, uh, just uh, on... On um, Australia Day with Craig Willis and I said, why don't you come down from where you are? Uh, He's a marriage celebrant and uh, he lives up a bit north of Melbourne. And I said, why don't you come down and have a chat to us on the podcast? People would love to hear from you and hear you. So here is the great... My great friend and the great Greg Evans, who's Thank come you very all much. the way Thank down. You, Sam. Yes, he came down the highway, and uh, isn't it nice to be sitting opposite you in this wonderful setup? Uh, very well, good. Uh, so um, uh, Greg said, "What do we do on the uh, podcast?" I said, "What we do is we speak shit and yes. we speak it off the top of our heads. <laughs> Sometimes, and people love us uh, speaking about things they resonate with." And uh, before I uh, go any further. Um, we have uh, boating in common, mm-hmm. and um, you told me out on the boat. This is uh, how we're headed here. Though you can, uh, 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 you can loot, you can wreck things, you can speed, you can do anything. But uh, we've got to pay for the uh, debt that this state is in somehow. Yeah. So the water police, not knocking the water police, incidentally, the water police nabbed you for not having a life jacket on in your boat, didn't they? Yeah, now this is on Lake Yildon, right? <laughs> so this, we're, not, we're not in really traumatic conditions of uh, tsunamis or cyclones and it's, there's no wind and it's flat as a tack. And I had just launched the boat down the boat run. Yes. This is a 20-foot boat. Uh, a runabout. Yeah, and, five um, metres? Yes, six five metres, metres yep, thereabouts. Six. Uh, maybe six uh, and uh, I was travelling at four knots, um, just going because then you know you warm it up. And I would have been going nine hundred metres from the boat ramp to where I wanted to go. And oh, <laughs> I said, so we're not said, knocking what? the police no, for we're not. this because uh, no, we're not. But water a, safety is paramount. Yes, but. but there's a point to this. I said, why did you pull me up? And they said because you're a single occupant in the boat, not wearing a life jacket. I said, really. They said, if there was someone else in the boat, you don't have to wear a life jacket, but because you're by yourself, you do. I said, what sort of a life jacket? Like, can it be a ski vest? Doesn't matter because the boat's big enough. If it was a little tinny, then you've got to wear uh, the prescribed life jacket, you know, the round-the-neck one, mm. all the time. But if it's over 4.8 metres, as I understand this, because I was given a lecture on the water before the fine... Uh, to uh, to say that uh, because I was the only person, doesn't matter whether I wear a ski vest or around the neck because it's a substantial boat, like six metres. And and I, and I said, but and they said because and you can't look up the rules and it doesn't it, it does not say that you have to wear a life jacket in yeah. a boat. This side. it's because of They're times ambiguous. of heightened risk. I was apparently in times of heightened risk. Now we're not knocking the water police no, again. No, uh, no, but no. I the reason I wanted to mention this, Sam, <laughs> was because most people don't know it. Let's just think about Lake Eildon for a moment, and all those people that go out on their houseboats, right? 
Christmas there were thousands of hundreds of people on houseboats and they go in to get the newspaper in their Malibu. So if you're the only person in the boat, you've got to be wearing a life jacket. No one does. Hmm. And what about scullers and rowers? Do they have to wear life jackets? Well, it, it gets difficult. I've you know, seen when them you on the river here on the Yarra. And I've never paddle seen them. boats and things like that. But, uh, but I would suspect that most people are on Lake Hilton, let's just talk about that, hmm. It'd be the same on the Murray, I'm sure. If you're the only person in the boat, in a big boat, six, seven metres, up to 12 metres, you're, a, you're in, a, in, a, in a position of heightened risk and you have to wear a life jacket or you're up for 350 bucks. And that's what, so that for the privilege of being lectured by the police who were not knocking, incidentally, not the water police. Um, but um, if you've got another person in the boat, don't but have they, to wear the life the jacket. The water police could have said to you on this occasion, Greg, I'm not sure if you're aware that this boat is under... The prescribed 12 metres, is yes, it, or whatever? Meters, uh, yes. But uh, if you're not aware of that, mm. uh, you must wear or a life jacket. jacket. And uh, could I give you an official warning? Uh, that mm. would. But, of course, the debt has gone rampant here under the Andrews government and we're just trying to salvage anything we can from the wreck at this yes. stage. Yes, I've I, I just thought of a way to make a million dollars. You sell signs that say rough surface ahead. <laughs> hey. How bad were the potholes coming down the highway today? Well, that's, that's, we've got no money left. To uh, It's all gone on the bridge and the tunnel And because uh, I hope in my lifetime I get to drive on the tunnel and the uh, Westgate <laughs> extension. You're lucky. Uh, so um, I, I'll just tell you, I got my son, Jordan, yes. was jet skiing, uh, which I hate the jet skis, but I had one on the back of my boat. Mm. and um, Your boat. I was on the bay, just trawling along at about eight knots, and Jordan was going around and jumping over the wake yes. and all that, which all the other jet skiers do anyhow. And and um, um, the the water police, a very nice gentleman, came out of the came out of the haze and uh, pulled up and said, "Could I put it into uh, neutral and just just idle the boat and just have it float?" And the um, very pleasant gentleman said to me. Um, uh, could you bring that person over here uh, because he is about to be booked for... for I, I, can I guess? Yes. Coming within 50 metres of your yes. vessel. Mm. And I said, uh, this is, this, uh, here's a moot point, I said, yes, I said, this jet ski belongs on the back of the boat. Mm. I davit, a davit is a crane. I crane it onto the back of the boat and it goes into its little cradle. Uh, how, if he's not allowed to come within 50 metres <laughs> of the I boat, do I get the thing onto the back of the fucking boat? And he said, well, um, I, I actually weren't sh wasn't sure what his answer was, but he said it's dangerous to jump over the wake. I said, well... Bearing in mind that the boat is going forward and the wake is behind the boat, he will never get anywhere near the boat or else it's pointless trying to jump over the wake because the wake only appears when it's about 40 metres behind the boat. So there is a fair bit of semen in you, isn't there? Like, I mean, you're, you're an old salt from way back. I haven't had a lot of semen in me, no. Um, um, haven't at this stage, but uh, keep the books open because the way I'm going, uh, if you're through to the semis without dropping a set, <laughs> come and visit me. Um, but but you're using logic now to this yeah. water policeman or woman, person. Yeah. What did they say? And when I uh, piped you aboard the boat on Australia Day, yeah. I welcomed you as Seaman Staines. Yeah, you and did. On, on you came. And... Uh, 
and so did uh, Craig. He came on. Um, uh, well, we've 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 sent this down a, a different alley. D- 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 what happened? What was the end result of the? No, he got booked. He uh, got booked. He got booked, and I uh, oh. I, I went over. I drove over to the office of the um, uh, the water police over in Williamstown, yeah. and I could mention. I, I remember the man's name. And I said, mate, that is that is so ridiculous. Yeah. I said, uh, he's my son. He's he, it doesn't matter. He's my son because every time you go out in the boat, all the jet skiers because they're sick of going around in circles mm. and trying to throw mm. their passengers off, over and the they weight. think they're hoping for a reasonably big boat with a that gives a wake. That they they jump over it as if it's a water jump. Do you and do you not think that if he, he can come in at less than five knots? Well. Of course, in other words, approach your boat. Of course, he'd come in. Yes. What do you think he's going to come in at forty knots no. and crash into the side of the boat? And I'm going to lift it on. Yeah, he would come on. He would just. But they wouldn't float book on. if he came in at five knots. So they booked him for but high speed he, within fifty meters. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's right. Well, and he said, "Well, he's not allowed to get within fifty meters that's of right. the boat." That's I said, "Well, he's going to eventually because I've got to get the thing <laughs> back on the back of the boat." Uh, he said, uh, and I suppose it was a speed thing. Yes. I don't know, but uh, and I thought, yeah, no, there you he, go. Yeah, there you go. Just Anyhow, got a couple of spines everywhere. Now you mentioned Australia Day, which is the day we were out on your boat. Yes, you Jeff were. Kennett. Have you seen? Have you heard what Jeff Kennett no. has said? Well, he said, if I was still the premier of this state, yep. he went crook. He was quite outspoken this week. Our former premier, Jeff Kennett. And he said that every Victorian council that boycotted Australia Day, he would shut down if he was still in power. Or, he or would defund. Na- he would just shut them down. He'd change the boundaries and get rid of them. Well, well, Greg, uh, I, I'm going to get on to I'm glad you brought that up because I brought that up. <laughs> I'm going to get on to that because I went to a function at Government House yesterday. I was the handbag of Susan Stanley OAM Ooh. because uh, I'm not sure why you weren't there because you're a nope. Australia Day ambassador. You wait till... You wait till I give you a rundown of my impressions of what we went to yesterday for Australia Day, being four days on from when it was originally Australia Day. But I noticed uh, noticed something in the paper about um, someone who said um, that uh, they thought owning a house in Victoria had become ridiculous and Mm. uh, that they had some property investments up in um, Queensland and they were getting far better returns for that there. And it said in the paper, and uh, it said in the paper that the man uh, had suffered, uh, the tenants who rent his houses and things have all the rights and he has no uh, jurisdiction to do anything. The whole of the legal... Uh, infrastructure is on the side of the tenant, and the land, uh, landlord has nothing. And you said, "I, you said, you know the person." Did you not say you know I the did, person? I did say I've known the person for many years. He is known as the serial pest. Is is he? Well, no, he's not. But on that show, the block. He's the one who comes on and he and he buys everything, oh, <laughs> and he yeah. buys it for you know four million two hundred ninety nine thousand dollars and fifty cents. And does he go through with it? Or he goes through with it. He's bought many well, why houses. Why is he a pest? Why well, do they? Because he, he because he prices he, everyone out of the market. Yeah, no, because he he brings dollars and cents into it. You know, four million three hundred and twenty nine thousand oh, dollars and fifty six cents. I see. Just to upset people, but he's a fantastically generous man. 
Danny, Danny Wallace is his name. You know him. I know him. Yeah, I do. Oh. Well, actually, he was on Perfect Match. He was a contestant. Not many people was know he? that. And he can he controlled a multi-million dollar empire and uh, he's a very generous man. I might say, uh, do you want to talk to him? Do, do I want to talk well, to him? Can we, well, you've we'll, got we'll, his address. I'll drive around and have a coffee. What do you mean, do, do I want to? We can do that. What? Or we can ring him. Do you want to ring Danny? Jeez, I'm just learning about this program. I mean, uh, I'm uh, sitting in a Greg, chair here. I've never been Greg, here. But now you tell me we Greg, don't we, we don't prepare no, anything. No, we, we just, just come in and Greg, we talk crap. Greg, we can ring Danny. Does uh, on the off chance that you get on well with him, uh, if he tells you to get fucked, I may. So we're on air, right? Greg. We'll ring him. We'll ring him. Really? What do I do? This, this is a, I'm ringing. This is a hello, Danny. It's Greg Evans calling. Hi, Greg. How are you going? Yeah, mate. I'm very well, oh, thank you. And is, I've got uh, is... no, it isn't. I've got Sam Newman here. Say hello to Sam, Danny. Danny. Hi, Sam. How are you? Holy... I thought Greg was uh, this. You've set me up. That's extraordinary. <laughs> you said I brought the. I bought the. Brought up the fact that you had some um, uh, bit of uh, footage in the paper, some stuff written yeah, about yeah. you in the paper, yeah. and uh, Greg said, "Well, I know this man. Let's ring him." Yeah. How, Dan- how, how how lucky it was that I brought it up? Yes, very true. Now, Danny, <laughs> Sam was telling me that you you had a rental property, one of these property, one of the many properties you've got, I'm sure, um, and and a tenant painted the bedroom black. Now, why, oh, yeah. first of all, why would anyone paint a bedroom black? I mean, black carpet, black roof, black black sheets, black pillow slip, black everything. <laughs> Uh, and then and then they leave and you've got to deal with a black room. You've got to black everything. And then they sent me photos of it. My goodness. Even, even changed the PowerPoints to be black. Oh. <laughs> Why, were, they, were they ticked off with you, Danny? No. No, this was their fetish. They just fetish. wanted to show me how they'd, how they'd made the house better. And uh, your response was? Um... Get the fucking colour changed immediately or I'll come down and belt you around the ears with a wet <laughs> fucking lettuce. You can't do, that these, can't do that these days, Greg. The law has changed. Yes, the law has changed. It almost benefits the uh, the tenant, really, doesn't it? Now, Not Dan- almost. Mm. Definitely does. Definitely now, does. Now, Danny, don't worry about the joint being black and you having rental properties elsewhere. Well, you are uh, you are a, uh, a, a... Greg says you're the serial pest, but not only well, in a nice way. Yeah. Uh, you are a celebrity, uh, Danny. What, 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 do you, what do you do this for? What are you doing with uh, buying all these places? Well, he gives some of them to charity. Well, so. I'm, I'm, yeah, thank you for charity. answering, uh, Dan, if, uh, Thank you for answering for Danny, Greg. Uh, uh, so, so what, what, how did you get into doing this, uh, f- this philanthropic uh, trait that you have in you? Um, I've always done philanthropic stuff, as Greg knows, and, uh, yeah, it's good to give back to the community. What is your what is your vocation? What do you do? Are you uh, a, IT. I, IT. Oh, IT. IT. Yeah. Well, that would, yeah. that's the. Uh, I'm, I'm, if I can speak, I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to speak, but I please. can. I can help uh, you, you looked, a bit. You noticed by that blank Danny look on started, my face. Danny I had no started. Danny started. Danny started an empire. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Danny, but you were sitting there in your lounge room uh, thinking. Um, Computers are the way to go, and you started a uh, an empire to create 
programs for companies because back in those days, you know, you had to have a program to... I don't know even whether Windows was invented back in those days. But Danny uh, called the company DWS, which is his initials, Danny... Wallace. Wallace. <laughs> what, the S? Uh, system. Hey, D- hey, Sam knows it. Sam knows it because he came down years That's ago right. to Geelong met Danny. and... Uh, and in Geelong to our company conference and spoke. This is really embarrassing, Danny. You are, I obviously should know, you are an absolute entrepreneur and star and I have, I, and Greg's taken me by surprise. Yes, I, I have. I, I, you are a star, mate. When I said, what's your vocation? You've become uh, very good at and adept at um, mastering uh, this new world we live in. <laughs> yes. You remember when you came down to Geelong? Sam, went to the university and did a speech. Uh, when? <laughs> now, oh, what year did. was that? Oh, I don't know. Fifteen years ago. Who now. got me to come down? You, me, me. Yeah, who? Me or Greg? Did <laughs> I? Greg. Danny came to I, me. Well, what did I speak about? Just shit. Did I? What yeah. did I say? Yeah, just shit. <laughs> I'm, just I've, shit. I've majored in that tech. It wouldn't be tech shit because I know no, nothing I, about. What's you IT spoke mean? About shit. You spoke, you spoke about shit and I paid you for it. <laughs> <laughs> What's IT mean? Internet, inter, In, what? Information technology. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy you wouldn't know about that. it. No, I know. You I, got no, Sam, you've got no technology in your car. I saw you a few weeks ago in that Mustang. It's got did no you? technology. Why didn't you say hello, Daddy? We, we're not old friends, are we? Here, me speaking to you, thinking I've never I met did. you before and I have no idea who you are. But I, I know. Did say hello. You're at Warbeck. I was too. I remember that. <laughs> How am I going? I do remember that, Danny. I'm so sorry, mate. Uh, well, you and are. At the, and at the Grand Prix last year. Um, <laughs> oh, no, don't. This on the grid. What is it? A party on the grid. I had to buy your funky, noisy old piece of shit into the car park. <laughs> Oh dear! Man. There you that go. Well, no, you've become you've you've just uh, you've become a star, and, and well, you do the, you go to all these uh, the block uh, auctions. Well, he did, but because of the land tax in this state, Danny oh. is moving on to greener pastures interstate. And uh, would I be right or wrong, Danny? I don't know, but you own service stations and in Queensland and shops in Sydney, and they're giving better return than most things in Victoria. Let me tell you about service stations in Queensland. I've got a number of them, 7-Eleven petrol stations. Yep. I get 5.5% on average uh, rent return versus houses you get about 2%, percent 2% in Victoria. Mm. They pay everything. I don't pay a thing. They pay the, the land tax, the council rates, they pay every single thing. And they keep the place looking good. Let's hope we can keep electric vehicles at bay for a while then because uh, you'll have to put in the plugs. Oh, no, they've got 20-year leases with 20-year options. Jeez, fantastic. That's... And the rent just comes on time every month and you don't do a thing. I know, a, per- I know a person who uh, has a property, uh, not the property that this person lives in, but her land... Uh, her, did I mention her gender? Her land tax went up by 400%. Uh, because uh, they revalued the house and she doesn't live in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 400, you, no, you, that's not 40, yeah. but that's 400%. It's not right. Uh, this is because we're broke in the city mm. that we live in, mm. the state, and uh, we've got to pay for it somehow. I could give you her initials, but I won't. Yes. 
Danny, uh, this is why this is why Danny's a, uh, very very wealthy, and mm-hmm. and w- we're not um, because he's clever enough to work out that Seven Elevens in Queensland yeah. give five and a half percent return. That is amazing. Yeah, just rough. And the, rent, go. and the rent goes up every year by four percent. No haggling. <sighs> what do you reckon we're worth at this stage <laughs> on the planet, uh, Danny? What do you what do you put your net worth at, or can we Google that? Mm. We can Google no, that. He's, he's, no, he's in the top. He's in the top ten. I can tell you. The top. Yeah, <laughs> he is. That's he extraordinary. Is. Well, mate, if I ever don't recognise you when you're parking my car or I see you at Lorbex or wherever, for God's sake, <laughs> belt me around the head savagely, will you? Because uh, that's embarrassing that I, uh, uh, I don't know you or I haven't. Uh, what do you look like? You're good, I, tall. He's good a very good-looking man. Looking man. And uh, I'm not, as Danny, tall, not as tall as you. If it's just smart, I got a feel. So, well, so a just one quick question, Danny. Um, uh, while the investments are in interstate, are you going to stay living in Victoria? I don't know. That's a good question. It's getting too expensive to live here. Mm. Hey, did the people on the block get ticked off that you kept buy, buying all their property? Well, I loved him for it. Well, um, nah. thank you again, I, Greg. <laughs> Danny. I love my dogs. Yeah. Danny took his dog everywhere he went. He takes his dog yeah. everywhere, even in the Melbeck. In the Melbeck, that's a that's a Merc. Is it's Mercedes? Well, he'll tell you it's Maybach. Maybach. Maybach, yeah, whatever. That's the up the upmarket Mercedes, yes, isn't it? it is. What well, yep. is it? A Mercedes Benz or is it a separate it's a entity? Well, it's like it's Lexus. A Mercedes, but they sell it as a Maybach. Yeah, it's like Lexus and Toyota. Oh, it'd be better than that. No, uh, Danny, of course it's better than that, but uh, <laughs> Lexus don't like to say they're made by Toyota. They are a standalone brand, they say. Yeah. And do you know what Lexus means, Danny? What? Luxury Export US, United States. That's how they thought they'll compete with the Cadillacs, and they said lux- that's what Lexus means, Luxury Export United States. Not that luxury, because my mate... My Maybach's got a bar in the back seat. (laughs) 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 A bar and a dog. A bar and a dog, yeah. Well, Danny, this is. Are you tracking square with anyone, man, woman, or beast as we speak? No, too expensive. Yeah, <laughs> Stick with the 7 Eleven. I wouldn't Danny. let anyone get their hooks into you, a man, woman, or beast, or uh, that'll be. I'd just uh, be, be very careful about all that, mate. <laughs> Great to talk hey, to you, Danny. Uh, Danny, well, thanks for taking the call. Yeah, that's lovely. Uh, that's I'll extraordinary. No uh, problem. Well, I owe you one, Greg. Yeah, thank you. You do. We'll catch up soon, Danny. All the best to you. All right. See you, Sam. See you, Greg. See Bye. you, Danny. Bye. Oh, you're a genius, Greg. No, oh, I fancy that. I mean, you've shit. shaken the man's hand, you've done a gig for him, and then you don't even remember him. He's, would he be, be worth a bill? Hmm? Would he be worth a bill? A bill? A bill. A mil- billion. Oh. Half a bill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just do it. You just look up that thing, that the, um, you know, the business top 100. He'd be in the right? top ten. In the top ten. Yes, Danny. He's worth a bill. He's got to be well, in the top ten. Let's like go top through. Top be no. Lin- Lindsay. Lindsay's well, up there. Well. Lindsay. This is in Victoria, is it? Uh, yeah. Well, the 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 ga- ga- um, Pratt's. Gandals, Pratts, uh, all the um, Newmans. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Fair thinking. 
Oh, well, we've got research on this show, have we? Oh, well, it says he's worth 120 million. Yeah, yeah 120 yeah. million. Yeah. That's well, that's pretty good. Pretty good, Greg. <laughs> well, so, so Greg, we went to um, went to the uh, an unusual function yesterday. Someone has got to wrest control from uh, the people who started Australia Day and have now watered it down so much that it's become. This is my opinion. <coughs> having gone, I've never been to government house before. Really? We, no, I haven't. And I went there, and there was all. And, and Sue Stanley took you because Sue. she is a ambassador. Life ambassadors. Like so. you are, aren't you? Yes, I am. You weren't there? No, I wasn't. Did I was you get invited? Yes, I did. All right, I couldn't that's all make right. it. No, because you come, you're living in the north of Victoria. And yep. it's, uh, no, I understand that. Well, uh, fancy having a, a government house um, uh, Australia Day function actually on a day that's not Australia Day. <laughs> uh, on Australia Day, they had all the other uh, welcome, raising welcome to countries, yeah. and they had everything going on mm. except at a Australia Day flag ceremony raising. They had the LBGTQ, they mm. had the uh, Welcome to Country, they had the Diversity and Inclusion and Equity parades, they had uh, marches, they had, uh, uh, inc- uh, uh, but and so we all and uh, the. Um, in, Indigenous people had their um, uh, invasion day and all that sort of thing. And uh, we had to wait, apparently, for four days before uh, the woke brigade decided that it was okay to actually dip a toe in the water and celebrate Australia Day. Mm. Uh, So we did it under the cover of darkness almost at the uh, government house yesterday. And the governor, very pleasant lady, woman, she came out and droned on about all the dates when... Uh, Van Diemen's Land and uh, New Holland and um, Queen uh, New South Wales were discovered and when <coughs> someone came down to Victoria and said, oh, the, we had all these dates, which I think was a subtle way of saying that we might change the Sorry. date and we're mm. just canvassing it amongst... The people in the room couldn't believe it because they're all traditional uh, sticklers for Australia Day being Too on big. the day that uh, uh, the day that uh, that um, settlement came. Because <coughs> if settlement hadn't come on the twenty sixth of January, if that is the considered date, there'd be nothing here. Well, yes, the would. No reflection. Yeah, the would. The next day, the French would have arrived. Well, <laughs> or the. Yes, the Chinese hadn't got their eye in by then. But the, the thing is, the thing is, if if the date was going to be changed, yeah. and, and don't forget, when you were playing football, we didn't celebrate it on the twenty sixth of January. It was A and A long weekend. Remember, A and A. Yeah, the last weekend in January. A and A meaning Australian mm. nation national. What's A and A mean? Don't besides, know. Get the researcher on the job. Besides Reg Ansett's, used to uh, be the A and A weekend. Well, it used to be Reg Ansett's plane uh, company. We called it Australia Day. You know. But anyway, we had a long weekend. The last weekend in January was the A and A weekend. It was the. It was around the time that Jeff Kennett was premier. No, it wasn't him that did this, but it was around about that time. And Ansett A and A. No, it's got nothing to do with Reg Ansett A and A weekend. It's Australian. <laughs> Australian but, national. But Jeff was Jeff was um, a premier between 1992 and 1999 or something. So it was somewhere in that era between 1992 and 1999 that we decided to stick with the 26th of January. Why? Which, because, because that's the day that the first fleet arrived. Yeah, Cook. Uh, no, not Cook. Philip. Arthur Philip. Yeah. yeah, arrived at 
Sydney Bot- Cove. Yes. Not Botany Bay. All Cook right. went to Botany Good. Bay. Good. Okay, so if you want to do something to tie back to that, you do it on the day, which meant the long weekend went. It, because now once you celebrate a date, then you can't always have a long weekend, can no, you? that's all right. So you have Australia Day on a Tuesday and a Wednesday and any date that the 26th falls on. Yes. Now... We want it to be an all-inclusive day where all Australians can celebrate and so consequently there is much talk about shifting the date. What, what to, a, to a weekend? Well, do you want my opinion? Of course. My opinion, of course my opinion would, be, opinion would be if the date was going to be shifted, why are we still looking for some sort of a tie-back to some ancestral thing? Like, let's make it our own. Let's make it Australia. Let's make Australia Day a day where it doesn't tie back to anything in our history or our religion. Or We all want a long weekend and we all want it in the summertime. We don't want a date in May where it's freezing cold in the middle of the week. Why not make it the first weekend of February? First Saturday in February, just oh, like the Melbourne... Saturday. Yeah, just like the Melbourne Cup's the first Tuesday in All November, right. the first mm-hmm. Saturday in February becomes Australia Day. Uh, in lieu of that, we do the public holiday on the Friday, which means every time the first weekend in February comes, we have a three-day holiday. We have Friday to go to our location to celebrate. Saturday, we celebrate being Australian. Sunday, we come home. <laughs> Now, that happens all over the country and there's no tie back to any ancestral thing, any historical thing, any anything other than being Australian. Well, what a very reasonable proposition, Greg. I've never given it uh, enough thought. This is why uh, I get people like you in. I'm uh, just a man of very small brain. And I thought uh, the appropriate day to uh, celebrate Australia Day was when settlement arrived up in Governor Philip. And you say, well, what about we alleviate all the angst and all the, the nationalism and all the worry about Indigenous people and white people and people coming over? Why don't we have an all-embracing day where it conflicts with no Nothing. one? And what a perfectly sense... I've, you've changed my mind in 30 seconds. I think that is a very reasonable and sensible thing to do. And then we just celebrate being Australian, each and every one of us. So, um, uh, as I say, we went last night to the thing and uh, the two people droned on about uh, the history of the country and why someone didn't say that just as sucked succinctly as you um, is is beyond me. I, I don't know how you'd disagree with that. I'm trying to think of why I disagree with it. I thought, well, uh, there was nothing here. I don't care what you say and we pay great respect to whoever was here before us and don't the Indigenous people weren't here Originally, there was people from East Timor and Southeast Asia, and uh, yep. people. So, don't worry about the sixty thousand years; it's been going on longer than that. But um, there was nothing here before. Let's mm. just be honest; uh, there wasn't. And uh, but I think to save the angst about uh, conflict, that yep. is a perfectly reasonable suggestion, Greg. A N A Weekend, Australian Natives Association. Uh, ANA weekend. Natives we're, mean being the inhabitants of the country or so natives, people we're walking talking around about with spears 17, in their hands? 1871, they had different views on things back then, didn't they? Australian Natives Asso- Association. Celebrating. Yeah, I think, I think we'd call it Answered ANA. It'd be better <laughs> than the Australian Natives Association. <laughs> I reckon we'd give Reg 
Reg a chop out there. There you so, go. So well, well, that that's extraordinary. Well, well, anyhow, so we we went uh, there. Everyone in the room, uh, I would say, I don't only speaking from what I observed, not asking anyone else to. No, uh, but uh, everyone thought, uh, how ridiculous is this? Uh, yep. Celebrating this four days after the mm. official uh, Australia Day, and uh, as we as if we have it it's, on the first, it, if, uh, first if Saturday of uh, February. Then but someone's got to take a stand on this, and the federal government has. They're saying it's not shifting, staying there on the 26th, which means that the division is going to get worse. It's divisive. Divisive, it is. It is. Uh, well, it is, but do you think that because will save it not being divisive? If we shift it, yeah. yeah. You, you think it'll save yeah, it? Yeah, well, I don't see why it has to stay on the 26th. I, no, but say we I want do to celebrate. what you say. say. Do you think people, uh, Indigenous people and all the others and all the activists will say, oh, well, that's fantastic. Let's all join together in the spirit of unity and harmony and get on with our lives. Gee, you can hope that it happened, yeah, can't you? We won't you cut cannot. the legs off Captain Cook you down can. at... Uh, <laughs> The Katani Gardens, or wherever he was, he was cut asunder yep. by a by and a Queen Victoria. angle grinder. Angle grinder. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't use a hacksaw; they used an angle grinder. That's right. That, that that's right. Uh, because because uh, uh, they're now battery operated. And, uh, you know, no one would have noticed an angle grinder at four o'clock in the morning. No, no one would have noticed that. And when they find the people who angle grinded Captain Cook to his knees, <laughs> what do they reckon they'll do with him? Fuck all. They'll, pro- they'll give him, him a slap on the wrist and probably give him a new blade for the angle grinder. Oh, gee. And they'll go and melt it down and uh, I see they were going to resurrect it, make another one. And that that's could be a yearly thing. We'll put up a, a statue of Captain Cook down the Katani Gardens and every Australia Day you can cut it down. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get you up and down like a... Like pruning the agapanthus. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, honest, I did notice this. I, I like this. Uh, this is a woman. This is a woman who... Uh, uh, she's a comedian. Oh, this is her name is Catherine Devini. Devini? She's a... She's a uh, comedian, and um, she said uh, she said this, and this is what I, I found this humorous because uh, this is in the spirit of uh, free speech. It uh, just shows you, um, even though you're ill-bred and maybe have syphilis, you still can have an opinion. Hopefully, in this community, and uh, people can laugh at it. This is what she said. Uh, this I, li- I like this. If I can just find it, just this is uh, this is uh, this is here. She is. This is Catherine Devaney. She is a um, she is a comedian, and she's been on a whole lot of shows. Um, if I said this, I would never be allowed to go on a show ever. But she's uh, she's embraced by every show. She said this: "An Australian flag in your front yard tells everyone you're only a couple of Bundy and Cokes away from lynching a wog, a slope, or an Arab." This is uh, this is her uh, this is her opinion of Australia Day, as I say, and we wholeheartedly endorse uh, Catherine being able to say that in this land of free speech. But I say, just say, just shows you if you're all bred and maybe have syphilis, you can say anything you like, and uh, and, go- and good honour. Now I think I find that humorous. Don't you find that humorous? Let me read that out again. Yes. <laughs> An Australian flag in your front yard tells everyone you're only a couple of Bundy and Cokes away from lynching a wog, a slope, or an Arab. Uh, now, uh, Is that, that funny? Well, I think that's funny. Do you? If, she does, if she's not saying that with a tongue and a cheek, 
She should be certified as... Uh, she yeah. should be certified. Well, I fly an Australian flag. Well, I, I am patriotic. And I, stri- I fly You'd a... you fly something off the back of your boat, wouldn't yes, you? Yes, I fly an Australian naval flag that has a red background as opposed <coughs> to a blue background. Mm. Now, I did ask Doug Hawkins to come in here. He's just texted me. Doug, I'm sorry for the late notice. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that, I said, could you come in today? We'd have mm. a chat to Doug because mm. Doug's yeah. uh, just a very well-received. Yeah, but he said, sorry for the late notice. So we've been going for uh, we're going for 36 minutes. He's just texted <laughs> in. So that is late notice, I reckon, yeah. And I did ask uh, also Warwick Kappa, the oh. whiz, to come in. I thought uh, he oh, could... Oh, you've tra- invited some nice people in. Well, I thought well, you, it's a three-hander. Yeah. Susan Stanley, OAM, is here and hasn't said where's nothing. The, where's the cheese board uh, of... Um, I want to ask, what did you think of the Australia Day uh, ceremony at... Government House last night, uh, Susan, seeing as you're an official invitee at the uh, joint, I was only just uh, tagging along. Well, let me just get some, one thing straight. I'm just the IT chick here. I just do all the background stuff. <laughs> this, so well, I'm not Danny on the front. Wallace, you could uh, <laughs> call Danny. Which you did beautifully. Yeah. Uh, no, it was fantastic. And it was nice it to was. see you as my handbag. It was yeah, good to see you, you in your humble state there looking at, walking around. And, 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 and were you in the big room that was so hot that's not air-conditioned, you know, the um, Well, they the were. Well room, down on the attendance. The, oh, well, they, they? Did, because of it was four days after the fact. Yeah. Probably yeah. Just why do you reckon it was four days I'll after? I'll tell you why. Fact, so because they're so intimidated by the woke brigade pushing mm. back on Australia Day mm. being remembered on the 26th to the chagrin of everyone else. They are as weak as piss. They are honestly, they're cowards. <laughs> and uh, uh, But we uh, do need to get a solution. We need to get a solution. What self solution? It was yeah. brilliant. I think so. You guys are going to lead the field again? No, I won't. The Greg, that's that. I've, I've first I've Saturday vehemently in protected the twenty sixth when settlement was here. Mm. But if that gets rid of the all the other yeah. stuff, Greg, I, I take me hat off to you. <laughs> Not that I wear a hat. And so what we normally do, and uh, we have Doctor Ben Fordham. Uh, do you oh, know yes, yes, Doctor? the Doc. We call I'm him a fan the, of the Docs. We call him the Doctor because he was managing uh, M- you, MD. You not, called him the Doc, yeah, didn't you? And medical, it's, and it stuck, hasn't it? Well, MD because he was managing Don, uh, Don oh. who uh, uh, was uh, sitting most, in this chair. He was sitting right there, and Don uh, snatched it. Uh, Why did Don go? Well, because uh, well, now this is well documented. Don Don was a fiddler. Oh. Uh, fiddled and uh, was a, was a procrastinator and he was an antagonizer and he did it for four years for me and I finally uh, I finally had a meltdown and after he knocked the knob off the uh, oh. microphone and yep. he dismantled uh, something else over there and he ate on air and he spoke off mic. I, oh. He had the, he got the quadrilla in thirty seconds of broadcasting and I said holy shit right. Don. And he packed up and left. And I, said, I remember well, one day you walked off, you walked across the room there and out that door. That's right, yeah, that's probably because of Don. Anyhow, Don's a very good man, I like him. Yep. Um, and uh, We all like him. We're, we're actually trying to work out, I, want, I, I could put an appeal out. I, I don't like to do it personally because I can't stand him saying, get fucked to me. Or <laughs> but I could put it over now, I'd say, I wonder if Don, this will get back to Don. Could Don possibly, if this gets back to you, could you come in once a fortnight, Don, or go. even once? That's Greg once said he'd come in once, once every month, month. and yeah. you could come in once every month, yep. but fortnight would be good. 
this would have the time that you have to leave your uh, 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 b- b- landscaping business and you drive up and he you could ride a horse. Wouldn't be a stray. He could ride in. He could ride in. Uh, he and so he. I want to be a cowboy, and you can be my cow. Wouldn't be a strain. It wouldn't be a strain on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And his sister, he, she works down there, and all the horse manure. Um, so, speaking he, of manure, where is Doug? <laughs> Numure. <laughs> he said. Why well, now? How did that come about? Numure. Uh, because Doug's uh, dyslexic, and uh, well, no, he just, that's, he, he just said. Um, he said one day. He said. Um, yeah, that someone was speaking shit, and I said, "Call it manure, Don uh, Doug." And he said, "Yeah, n- Namure." <laughs> I said, "No, not Namure, m- manure." And he wrote a book called Namure. That's right, it's stuck, isn't it? Yeah, it's and, stuck. Then, and you say to him, he said, well, "Why don't you ask someone to oh, come in?" I right. said, "It's ask. not ask, Doug. It's ask." Yes. So he's he, he that's called spoonerisms, mm. you know, when you put the like a. This is a classic spoonerism mm. is I've never heard anything more relifulous than all my dick. That should okay. be ridiculous in all my life. But right. people <laughs> transpose the that's a that's a spoonerism. Doug's the master of spoonerisms. So when Ooh. we're at the function, Greg. Yes. We we do shout outs. This is how I got on to Dr. Uh, oh, ben the, Fordham, the MD, doc. managing yeah. Don. Is he coming on today? No, he comes on every oh. other week. He does come and on. He's very, very good. And mm. he said, he said, don't do the shout-outs at the start of the thing. No one's interested in who. But I'm telling you now, we're not going to do shout-outs. We have that many people that come up to us. Yes. How many people came up at that function last night, Susan, that said they listened to the podcast? Uh, so it's boring to read not boring to read them out, but... There's too many of them. So, but just on yesterday, I said I'll do this. This will be the last time we do the shout-outs. Uh, at the Australia Day function yesterday, we had Sean from Springvale. He wanted a shout-out. We had the commissioner. Uh, we had the commissioner Gavin Freeman. Uh, he is the head of the Fire Rescue Commission. It's not the Fire Brigade now. It's the Fire Rescue Commission. Um, Commissioner Gavin Freeman he uh, and Deputy Commissioner Martin Braid, they said they listened to the podcast. Gee. David Rayner, you don't know who Dave is, but Dave's a very, very well-to-do uh, supplier of old parts for um, car- cars. Well, who is David Rayner? You know, you knew, you knew everyone in that room. I, I followed know David Rayner like through the Variety Club. That's him and, uh, in the Bash. And- and, and all that's of that. right, yeah. Terrific guy. He, he used to own rare spares. Rare is, spares. That's it, yeah. But he has sold it and he's retired now. But he knows a lot about all the old cars, which mm. I think Did he Did you ever go on a bash? I went on about 13. 13 variety oh, club bashes. They are so good. If you ever get to go on a chat? Well, no, no, no. I was the chairman of the variety club for the inaugural uh, bash, the very, very first really? one. Hmm. Ah. With Dick Casey. Okay. And uh, all of those people, and I loved it. It was great. And that kicked it off, and it's, of course, now one of the biggest fundraisers, the biggest fundraiser for Variety Club in Australia. Great cause. I was on the board for about 10 years. God Did bless you. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sam. No, yeah, but not. that's the way this show works, isn't it? No, you just that, that run was, with the... I like, agree. It's like fishing don't, don't with wrecks. So you just run with the... Don't say sorry, mate. Just, right. you, you do whatever you like. I'm. What, what we normally do... We, we reckon uh, the pers- people who listen to this have got an attention span of no more than uh, what we've been doing, about 45 minutes. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to close we, off right. and then we come back for 
segment two. Oh, is that how it works? That, that, that's how it works. And then on uh, at half past ten, half past ten, we're ringing a man uh, we're going to interview. Um, you don't what know. What does half past ten mean to somebody who's listening to this podcast in three weeks from now at well, midnight? I was just giving you an. Uh, I was just. No, half they'll be 10. listening. No, they'll be listening to it this afternoon. But I was giving what you. This afternoon. I was giving you an indication of how long. <laughs> I was giving you an indication, seeing as you've got a watch on, how long it is before we're going to speak to the man. Very good. Uh, so half past <laughs> ten means nothing. If you means listen, nothing. But it does to you, and Thank I'm trying you. to convey that information to you. Um, uh, well, when we come back, I want to talk about a South African-born tycoon. Well, good. Well, don't... You know who that would be. Yeah, Elon Musk. Mm. Uh, now, it's Greg. Yes. You don't preempt anything. Because oh, right, I want the no first prep. thing that I hear you say to be when we're actually doing it. Right. Uh, but we're, we're not doing it anymore now. We're closing we're down. And well done for getting Matt Wallace. What was his name? Danny! Danny Wallace. Danny, you're a star. All the best.